Lewis Lugo. Lewis Lugo. I got a question. Um, Shoot. Have you ever eaten a date? Yes. You have? Okay. I have. Here's why I'm asking this question. I've had my first date today. My first Did you? date. My first date. Like I was my sister's over here and she she had these dates and I I was like, This is a date? She said, yeah. I took it and I, you know, took a bite of it and I said, What'd you do to it? She's like, What are you talking about? It's just and on the container it said organic. And I was like, No, but what'd you do? She's like, That's just a date. I go, No, no, no. Did you and I'm thinking my sister, my freaking sister, she took these oh, she, out. She did it's, all, to it. it's all something on TikTok, you know, that was like, yeah. let's boil it in sugar, you know, and then, you know, but no, it was like, it's amazing. I've never, mm-hmm. so great. So sugary. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They're really sweet. Yeah, really good. Luis, de donde tu eres? Uh, de Nueva York, pero yo, yo soy un puertorriqueño. Sí. That, sí. That, and that is the extent of Spanish Corner. All right, guys. For real? <laughs> You know, Yo soy un boricua. Boricua. Mi, no, mamá, no. mi mamá es de, de, de uh, mi mamá país es de Ceiba y mi papá es uh, San Germán. Okay, my, see, my wife, see, I can understand. See, okay, see, yo entiendo, pero yo no hablo. So, yo no hablo, know, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so, my wife from Bayamón. Bayamón, oh, oh Bayamón's beautiful, man. I haven't been to Bayamón in a long time, though. Yeah, she's from Bayamón and family in Mayagüez. And in Mayagüez. Yeah, yeah, and then my, well, I'm from, my, or my family's from, I'm from Tampa, but my family's from Cuba. So. Oh, you're Cubano. Si, si, Cubano. Hey, you have to say like that, Cubano. I'm a Cubano. Oh, almost, yeah. almost Dominican, but you know, you, you guys roll yeah. better cigars. Yeah, just, yeah, a, just, just a Cubano. A, I don't know. They were, I don't, you know what? Oh, man, I'm probably going to get my, uh, get my Cuban, Cuban card. card pulled? Pulled. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. They're the best. They're the best. You know, I can't. Well, I, can't, I, can't I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't do that. I mean, I, the I'll most popular rum in the, in the world is... Cuban rum, so you know, it's yeah, yeah. Bacardi. Bacardi. People forget that Bacardi's Cuban. Cuban, absolutely, very good. Yeah, I laugh at them all the time. Like, oh, it's Puerto Rican. Like, no, their factories no. in Puerto Rico because they <laughs> have to be. Puerto Rican rum. <laughs> Don't cool. Don't cool is Puerto Rican, but yeah, not, yeah. not. Yeah, it's it's not that Bacardi doesn't want to be back in Cuba. <laughs> oh yeah, kind, you know, they went away of, from Cuba. This episode is presented by MSP GeekCon 2023, a conference for MSPs by MSPs. Occurring May 21st through the 23rd, 2023 in Orlando, Florida, this two-day event is built around the journey of technical growth from Tier 1 to Tier 3. Visit MSPGeekCon.com for more information. All right, right. Lewis. Uh, thank you so much for being on my podcast, 38 and 38. Let me go ahead and introduce. Hello, everyone out there in internet. Oh, no, internet. internet. We're not there yet. Computer land. I apologize. I was talking to the wrong world. Uh, computer land. Uh, my name is Aaron Bolton. This is 38 at 38, where we talk about uh, bad jobs, like the worst jobs, the most ridiculous jobs that you've ever had or my guest have, has ever had and that I've ever had. Uh, I've had 38 jobs in each episode. I go through them. Each one of them is ridiculous or has a ridiculous story to them. So we have fun. We talk about it. And this guest, my guest for this uh, this episode, I, I know him. I love him like a brother. I, we're, <laughs> I, I'm, I met him not too long ago, but already we're vibing so hard. Uh, this is Mr. Luis Lugo. Say hello, Luis. Hello. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of your background, where you're from and whatnot. 
So I'm from New York City. I grew up in, uh, well, they, they, my neighborhood has three names. First Uh-oh. was West Harlem in the 80s. Then right. they reclassified it as Washington Heights in the 90s. And then it became Hamilton Heights because, you know, Alexander Hamilton's house is three blocks from where I grew up. Oh, I It didn't. used to be two blocks, That's but cool. it's three now because they moved it onto the campus of City, of City College. It wasn't on the campus of City College before. It was actually like a, l- a little bit away. So from they the moved it? They moved it? They, were like, they actually yeah. picked it up, the whole house entirely, like in, in, without damaging anything. How they did it, I don't know, but some some structural engineering and civil engineering was perfect. You know, and they just them. moved it across the street. Good for them. You know, at, at a certain point in my life, I would immediately say, what's wrong with them spending that money? <laughs> but you know what? Good for them. They so yeah, I grew, up, I grew up in Hamilton Heights. That's what awesome. it's called. Hamilton Heights now because, yeah. you know, it's a nice neighborhood because, you know, they gentrify everything in New York City. Is it City, nice, though? Is it nice, though? Oh, it's really nice now. Yeah. Well, so nice. Well, I have, I have many stories about that neighborhood. Uh, I grew up, of course, in the 80s. So, you know, the crack is whack era. Right, right. That mural... Um, <laughs> the guys who spray painted it were like three of my uncles and a bunch of their friends. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, I could tell you stories about my old neighborhood and the drugs that were sold there, but you know, I'm not going to go into that. Well, I know seventies and eighties in New York was like that. Was it Giuliani that came in like in the nineties? Giuliani came in the nineties and just hired a bunch of cops and a bunch of like uh internal affairs people. In. So uh, there's an entire story called the dirty 30. And it was mm-hmm. the, about the 30th precinct. And the 30th precinct was the precinct that was from my neighborhood. So it was like one of the most corrupt precincts besides oh that crazy goodness. one that was in Brooklyn. But it was like the second most corrupt precinct in the entire like New York State. And half yeah, of it was that. because of my family paying them, you know, money to look well, the yeah. other way. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta do what you gotta uh, do. War drugs, all it does is you know make criminals rich. <laughs> That's right. That's so true. So true. Awesome. All right. So we're going to hit fast forward. So you got into tech. Are you, you're in the tech industry, yeah, correct? Yeah. Majority um, of your. So I'm in the tech industries. Uh, I've been in the MSP sphere since 2007. Uh, before that I was, you know, you know, an IT guy for a company, basically my first job, my first real job in tech was that one. Although, you know, I don't count the whole doing the work study stuff when you're in college, you know, <laughs> they, make you, right, right, right. they make you work at like the computer lab. Oh, I'm like, nah, right, right. I'm not doing anything. And there are no funny stories there. I got another blue screen. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, we'll just reload the whole thing and call it a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, I'm like, uh, so, uh, I started in tech back in 2000 and steadily worked my way up. And I am currently working for an MSP out in Colorado. But I've had what 11, 12 jobs in tech. 11, 12 jobs in tech. I'm not Very counting good. the jobs before tech when I worked for things like Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> oh, really cool. I, well, how, how long were you with Boy Scouts of America? Oh, um, I'm going to say about two years when I was like 18. And, you know, I graduated in high, uh, high school when I was like 17 and didn't know what I wanted to do, puttered around for a little bit, didn't go to college straight away. And then when I was 18, uh, a friend of mine was working for the Boy Scouts of America. He said, hey, man, come, you know, work with us. And, you know, we did a lot of the after school programs, uh, did some camp counseling in the summer that I have a lot of funny stories from there, too. And some camp counseling in the spring. But uh, the spring was more horror stories because the kids like to smear uh, certain bodily things against walls. We get clean. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why, but. 
boys. It, what's wrong with funny? boys? It, 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 it was the boys' room too. What's the, yeah. <laughs> what's the girls? What's the boys? That did that? You know, like, what's wrong boys. with boys, bro? I have no idea. I've, I've got a daughter. She's you know ten years old, and then I mean, just precious. She is the stereotypical princess girl. Princess daddy's you know girl. Oh, daddy's girl, but she, I mean, she's also in jujitsu, you know, Ooh. I mean, she's like, oh, but she's uh, so Japanese sweet. Japanese or Brazilian? Brazilian. Okay. Yeah. BJJ. Because, yeah, you know, BJJ. the Japanese one is a little bit more stand-up-y right. and throwy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stand-up the Brazilian one is more, I want to choke Rapple. to death. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> loves it. She told her cousins, she's so, she's so goofy. She told her cousins, they were like, what do you do? What are you doing, some karate thing anyways? And she says, no. I, she goes, no, I break bones and choke people out. I was like, I was like, baby, you don't do either of those right now. So that's not you he choke people out, but you don't break bones. You don't break maybe yours, you know. But yeah, but I have hurt. But then my son, he's five years old. I mean, he's just a different animal, you know. I mean, he's, just, <laughs> he's an animal. Yeah, like just a different, you know. Because all right, so he's five. Oh, I can't wait. I hope I remember this when he's much older to bring this story back up. But you know, he's five, so like if he poops too much, sometimes he's like, "Daddy." ah you know what's nope. going on and i went and he was like daddy today this afternoon he's like daddy help me out and i go okay and he was like daddy i pooped a lot and i looked and it was a lot it was like an adult like how does this come out of a little body <laughs> and he looked i go i was like nico and he goes i know like he was <laughs> he was proud of himself <laughs> he was like, that's some boy right? stuff to do man to be proud of your poop yeah, like, like, you, be honest. You know, you've turned around and looked to see, but like, yeah, I was who had like, wow, <laughs> wow. You're like, All that's, right. that's like a three pound curic right there, bro. <laughs> okay, so all right, off trail, off off the rails. I love it already. So you're you're in IT. What's your current position? What do you do now? So currently, I'm a systems engineer for a company out in Colorado. That's how they Colorado? say Colorado. They say Colorado. Don't say Colorado. I don't know why, but they say Colorado. Colorado. Um, and they just, I'm basically a, a VCIO, a solutions architect, an engineer that goes on site, field engineer, like pick it. That's what we do. We do everything. Yeah, many hats. You got to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. One recruiter called me an IT generalist. So it's, they, like, it's like, thank you. I was like, thank but, you, but what does that mean? Yeah, um, thank you, but I'm also specialized in things. <laughs> no, so apparently in, in MSPs. Of course, because I work for MSPs for majority of my career, you don't really specialize in anything. I'm like really yeah, good I get, yeah, at certain I guess so. things. Um, right. I'm really good with networking. I'm really good with cybersecurity. I'm really paranoid. <laughs> I, I say right. I err on the I err on the side of paranoia. I don't err on the side of caution. I err on the right, side right. of what's going to break and what's going to cost money and insurance and all that good stuff. That's right, where right. that's where I like to err in terms that's of a smart you know, way to err. That's uh, a smart way. Yeah. Um, I. I most of my MSP experience has been in the medical industry, and I have some funny stories when it comes to doctors. Because Jesus Christ, like there, doctors are smart people. But <laughs> well, you know what? what tech, well, what I in every industry, like every industry, has people, and people can be dumb, and it doesn't matter what industry. It doesn't matter if it's a surgeon. No. Well, maybe he, maybe that surgeon, maybe she. Because maybe the person, he, most people would be like he, the person, right? <laughs> but you know, they, they phenomenal, phenomenal as a surgeon, but just common sense just isn't there. Maybe they just didn't get any street smarts and they're just common like, sense oh, ain't so common. My brother, you know, this, no, no, you know, this, not. and I know this, 
Um, <clears throat> let's just say I've had uh, a doctor, uh, a doctor, not like, you know, some regular mill dude, get a text message from somebody saying that your Microsoft account is um, invalid or illegal, something like that. It was something stupid. And it was a text yeah. message. It wasn't like it came through his email because I got all that crap blocked for him. But right. he gets this text message with this number, decides to call the, the number. Mm -mm. And then they go, oh, well, let us into your computer so we can fix this. And he has a Mac. Oh. And I'm like, that's... you don't even have a Microsoft product. The only Microsoft yeah. products you have are like Outlook and you know Office and things like that. Right. And, I, and I told him, and I kept on telling him every day, I tell him Microsoft never contacts you or calls you never. unless you paid them $275 for that one call right, <laughs> right. for their support. Otherwise, they don't call you and they don't, they don't bother you. Yeah. You know, yeah, they did don't you care. check your bank account. Did you miss a bill? Okay, it's probably because Microsoft called you. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and and uh, let's just put it like this: I saved his Coinbase Bitcoin account that he had about I don't know three or four hundred thousand in that they were trying to get their hands on, and um, he had Goodness. a couple of million in his Bank of America account that he kept on trying to get him to wire money out of. Oh my word. And it, it basically illegal. was like a kid bogus skit, bro. It was like a kid bogus skit the entire time. And I was like, dude, don't, don't stop. I stopped him. And then I undid all that damage. And I kind of saved his, his retirement because that was basically his <laughs> retirement fund they were getting their hands on. And they had oh, everything. Man. When I say everything, I mean everything. Every password, every credit card, every his PayPal. I, t I had to you know go around and turn MFA on for everything because he was pushing back on that until this happened and you know just told him like dude you cannot let them and this guy is a brilliant eye surgeon probably one of the best eye surgeons on the east coast and yet common sense man oh so that so all right so i'm sure that's a crazy job story he had he has so let, let's talk about thank you so much let's talk about what's your what job story do you have what what's the crazy or most ridiculous job story or job that you've had what <laughs> let's lay it on one of my craziest it job stories was uh i was on the phone another doctor this time this was an obstetrician where this were is, okay this was a couple of years ago um a couple like 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 10 or 15 years ago it was a long time ago Ooh. see this we're both when, at that age when it's is, like a couple of years oh my goodness no so it was when um ipod first came to windows because you remember how iPods were exclusively an Apple product yeah. and you couldn't get it on Windows right, because they, right. didn't, they didn't use the Intel chips yet and all that good stuff. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm on the phone with him and we're installing iTunes, which was crappy even then, kind of crappy now, but mm -hmm. we, were we were installing iTunes in order to get him to sync his iPod from his you know Windows computer. So we're yeah. on the thing uh -oh. and then I hear a knock on the door and I'm on the phone with him. And they hear a knock on the door and the nurse and I hear the nurse, one of his assistants or, you know, something. they go, you know, doctor, you know, I forgot the name of the patient or the doctor. He was like, doctor, uh, so-and-so patient is in labor and they're calling you. And he goes, well, how many centimeters is she, she dilated? And I remember this perfectly. He goes, she goes, oh, she's one and a half, two centimeters dilated. And he goes, well, tell her cross her legs. I'm sick of my iPad here. I I had to put him on mute. I burst out laughing as hard as I could in the middle of the thing. He's like, tell her to cross her legs. I'm just taking my iPod. Oh my goodness. I lost, I lost my mind. Another story. Tell her to bite her bottom lip. <laughs> Stiffen up.
My goodness. Step her upper leg. You know, cross your legs. Yeah. The baby ain't coming anytime soon. We got this. I'm Another I'm trying thing. to I'm trying to figure out what jo- what Steve Jobs is doing over here. <laughs> <laughs> he was still alive back then, too. Yeah. Another one was uh we were installing QuickBooks on a server. Of course, you know, back then QuickBooks came on CDs. We were installing QuickBooks oh. on a server. And Dude, I'm sorry, I'll just hit me. CDs. You're like CDs. Oh my god, CDs. What are CDs? The CDs nuts. You're like CDs anyway, nuts. Exactly. No. <laughs> Yo, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're ninety. We're nineties boys. We're nineties. Yeah, you know. That's, <laughs> so this this is in the two thousands, and then um, yeah. different doctor. Actually, it, what's funny is that this was his wife, and it wasn't. It was his wife's office. So they, they were like a you know, husband, wife, duo. And I was telling the office manager, Hey, you know, take the CD, put in the CD ROM drive, and then we'll, you know, install it remotely because you know, it costs them money to do everything on site. Then they had a kind of an MSP contract where stuff that's remote didn't really cost them. anything, Right. So they were good with that. And she goes, okay, I put it in. I ejaculated the CD ROM. Oh. She's like, yeah, I pressed the button and I ejaculated it. And then I go, huh? Okay. Okay. And then I said, hold on one second. I put her, I put her on mute and I said, yo, everybody, listen, I put her on speaker. <laughs> Cause this is when I was like working at help desk at the time. I was actually a field tech, but every Friday I was in the office. So I was, right. was helping out in the help desk for a little bit to try to get the ticket load down. So that I unmute her and I go, um, so what did you do with the CD-ROM again? She goes, yeah, I ejaculated the CD-ROM. I pressed the button and ejaculated it. And I was like, okay. And I put her on mute and everybody just burst out laughing. Just all oh, the funniest thing. And, it, and I was like, guys, shut up. We got, I got to take her off mute for that. I was like, chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Tell everybody to be quiet. That, uh, I don't, yeah, I'm stopping all the jokes because it's just going to go really seedy. But dude, that's. <laughs> All right, so here here's she the pushed question. the okay. button. Yeah, she pushed the button, and who knows? You weren't there. You don't know what happened. You I don't, don't know, know what happened. happened. Maybe it gave her some money for bus fare, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it's, she shake weighted it, and it gave her money for bus fare. I have no clue, but it, it did it. So. You get back uh, on. You you, you take her off it. mute. You come back in. You come back in. And, I come and she's back like, in yeah. as straight faced as possible. Yeah, and she's like, "We're getting married." Who? Me and. <laughs> In the computer, I, I love like, him. Well, he must have pushed that button really well. I <laughs> love him. I love... <laughs> She's like, I love him. What's that movie with Joaquin Phoenix? Her, where he's falling in love with the AI. Oh, he falls in love with the AI. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is the the two thousands version where it's like mm-hmm. I just fell in love with the CD ROM. All right, so so no, no, it was the it was the actual CD ROM, not the CD, but the yeah, the CD ROM. Yeah, she like, fell in love oh. with the server. It was so sexy how it just like popped out when i when i pressed the button you know as it yeah, should you press the button it pops right out i'm like oh okay <laughs> as it should as it should according to windows so all right so you uh will go into di- obviously different computers you know if there's an issue or whatever you have to track down find the files or whatever mm-hmm. okay and i know you've been asked this. you had you had to been asked this question a number of times of uh, what is the craziest thing you found on someone's computer that's kind of dark the craziest Ooh. thing I've actually no 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 found no, no. no funny funniest funniest I, I don't want to go for dark I'm gonna go for funny yeah yeah <laughs> but the craziest thing I, I found caught the BTK killer no I didn't do that but I actually you know kind of uh, got a couple of people arrested but <laughs> well good no no good. no they deserved it um they're lucky oh, they're wow. lucky I was calm because if I wasn't calm I probably would have beat them myself but mm. that was just me 
um, there's to say things with children. I don't want to buy by that mm, stuff. Nope. Well, good. Well, you're a hero. Good. I got them locked up right away, like three okay. times actually. So it's 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 weird what people put on their computers and think that no one's going to see. So yeah, one of them was um oh man this and, and I don't want to sound you know because of the crazy woke culture I don't want to sound crazy but you know it's like no this, this this girl was a smoke show like absolute like oof, like and it was the daughter of one of the owners of the company she was an executive of the company because you know nepotism but uh let's just say she had a couple of risque pictures on her machine that were mm -hmm. on her desktop i'm like dude mm -hmm. like what are you doing like i didn't even know what these were i was i was mm -hmm. wondering if i could clean these up so i wanted to see what they were so yeah, i could yeah. get rid of them and just right. clean them up mm -hmm. and no nah, you know mm -hmm. let's just say um it wasn't like you know text versions of things but there were certain things in mouths and things like that, that uh, i didn't want to see um yeah, yeah there, no, no, no. there's that and there's the doctor who was i didn't know was gay at the time but um left his messenger up at the time and uh <laughs> he had a a video show going on with one of his oh. boys and it wasn't a, he was a man but it was one of his thai boys and let's just say i got an eye full of thai something that a thai noodle that i didn't really want to see at the time <laughs> he has a pad thai you got some pad thai. Uh, it, was, it was little satay because it was meat you know meat on a stick oh. you know? <laughs> good for you <laughs> so uh, uh, and and then and then he's also upset that he couldn't call his Thai friends because he got banned from Facebook for saying that all Russians should die. So I'm like, okay, well, you got banned. You can't keep calling these people. Yeah, yeah. Some There's people, nothing I can do about that. Yeah, some people just need privileges taken away. Some sometimes. people just yeah, sometimes just need not not. And I'm not saying always and all of them, but. I mean, there's there's no none and there's no all. There's gotta be somewhere in there's the middle. There's somewhere in right? the middle, and some people need be. to get you know, right. like that's enough internet for you today, Bob. Right, right, right. Awesome. Well, Lewis, thank you so much for telling the story. You're about to tell me the quote of one of the quotes that I wrote out that you picked that represent my job or one of the jobs that I'm gonna come up on the fly and tell you about. But first, first. All right. We're going to hear a message from our sponsor. Boom. Hi, I'm Ray Rossini. And I'm Tony Francisco, and we're the hosts of MSP Dispatch. Every Tuesday and Friday, we'll bring you the news, community events, and discussions that are important to MSPs today. Whenever possible, we'll also include industry experts to provide their insight, and all within 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Pocket Casts, Spotify, iTunes, and your favorite podcatcher in audio or video form. We're everywhere you want us to be. We hope to see you next time on MSP Dispatch, your source for news, community events, and commentary in the MSP channel. Have you or a loved one suffered from the unexpected hazards of cargo socks? You're not alone, and we're here to help. Here at Heel and Toe Attorneys at Law, we're fighting for justice for cargo sock victims. Cargo socks, the socks with pockets. They seemed like the perfect solution for those on the go, or for those who just had too many things to carry. But these seemingly innocuous footwear innovations have led to a wave of unnecessary injuries. Countless people have experienced twisted ankles, stubbed toes, or even broken bones, all because of the hazardous design of cargo socks. Now, we're banding together to make sure that those responsible are held accountable. If you or someone you know has suffered from an injury from cargo socks, it's time to join our class action lawsuit. Our dedicated team of attorneys will fight tirelessly to ensure that you receive the compensation that you deserve. Operators are standing by, 
Call now, 1-833-MSP-NETWORK. And we're back. Lewis, uh, by the way, everyone, I hope you appreciated that wonderful ad. I don't know what it was. No, of course I know what it was. It was the most, the, the most amazing thing you've seen today, hands down. And whatever it is, I need you to go back and click on it and buy it. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Keep the lights on, baby. Let's go. What are you, chicken? What are you, chicken? <laughs> Remember <laughs> at a certain time in the world, like that would get someone mad and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm not. Uh, gonna, watch I'm Back not to a, the Future and you'll see yeah. it right there. What are you, chicken? I'm, I'm not a fowl. I'm not a chicken. Okay. Lewis, hit me with that quote. Which one is it? All right. So since, since you know, we were talking about stuff, stuff backstage about being goat with your mouth. <laughs> Put this in your mouth and tell me if it's good. I want to know the story behind that. <laughs> okay. 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 So this is a job that I had. Uh, you know, I, I've had 38 jobs. And what I mentioned, what I tell they're like, you're like, oh my goodness. A lot of it has been just a lot of hustle, like having mm -hmm. three jobs at one time. I, I've, uh, there's been very few times in my life where I've only had one job. And you, honestly, you make I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I got three jobs. Yeah, three jobs. What are you lazy? What's wrong with you, man? Remember they were ironing at, on the plane as flight attendants? As a flight attendants come by, yeah. That's got a great sketch, job. man. Yeah, People forget about good. Living Color, man. That was a great they comedy sleep show. On, it's so Wayne great. It still holds up. still holds up. It's hilarious. So uh, so I was working at um, – uh, oh, actually, I did. I did talk about that before. So I was working at uh, – ID art Verizon selling yellow page ads. So I talked about that mm. at a, on a previous uh, podcast. Actually, if you go ahead and click, maybe there's a link here. If you're watching on YouTube, they'll send you to the last one. If not, uh, look, just, if you look through, you'll find it, just watch all of them. You'll find it either way. So I left there because I had an opportunity for like a passion job mm -hmm. to come up like, like, like I'd be kidding. I'd be hitting, uh, a pay cut. I was 24 years old. I'd be de uh, like a hard pay cut too, but it was like a passion, you know, in yeah, that time, yeah. you know, you're 24, you're like, ah, oh. like, I'm going to go do it. But I needed to, I needed to have something to supplement the, uh, the, the income that I was making. So I took a second job hmm. and I worked at this job, a uh, little restaurant. Uh, I'm not sure if you might know the name of it by Red Lobster. Small restaurant. Yeah. Small, small chain. Just a small so, chain. So here's the thing. So this is, I, so I love this story. I was, all right. So, uh, I, I had this job. I wanted to uh, take this, this passion job, but there was a little bit of time before I, I could begin. So I needed to get this, uh, a job waiting tables. I, in my mind, I was like, okay, serving, that's going to be the most versatile. I can pick up shifts here. You know, it's cash money. I just, I, I had just gotten married. I no, no, I'm sorry. I was about to get married. I was about uh, let's to say, don't, don't screw that up. Your wife will get mad mm -hmm. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to get married. So I was like, okay, I need, I need to get this job. So I had some stipulations. I could not work Wednesday and I could not work Sunday morning or Sunday evening because I go to church and I put my foot down on that. And I went to so many places, so many restaurants. And I was like, listen, this is where, and they were like, I, so many places said, we want to hire you, but we got to work, ha have you work on Sunday, at least one in the morning, afternoon or something. And I was like, no, I no, I only, after they church rush, bro. Right. And they couldn't promise anything. They were like, ah. I said, all right. So I was at home and I was thinking, okay, well, where else am I going to apply? And I just called up the local Red Lobster and I said, hey, uh, can I speak to the general manager? And Kathy Smith, she's great, 
phenomenal. She got on the phone and I said, Hey, and I was exasperated at this point. And it's so funny when you leave your and let your inhibitions go and you just speak from the heart, how mm -hmm. much people connect with you. And yeah. I said, Hey, Kathy, listen, let me tell you, let me just give you, tell you what's going on. So I'm starting this other position, but I'm looking for another job. This is what I've done in the past. I said, I'm getting married. I'm not some young guy. Look, I'm, I'm serious. I need to have, uh, I'm going around. They say I can't, they won't hire me. They won't hire me because I can't work Wednesday night and because of church and then Sunday, you know, and I said, if you have a mid shift Sunday, I'd love that. And she, I said, so I don't know, Kenya, do you have a spot? And she said, she was quiet. She goes, when can you come in? Can you come? And I was like, yeah, I, I came right in. I told her everything. I told her my history and they're like, but you're just, and their fear was because I made money, the money I was making before with the jobs I had that I would just leave. And uh, I was like, no, no, I, I, this is a necessity. So that's how I got the job, you know? So uh, that's one lesson I learned that like, it, sometimes you just need to put your heart out there and just tell, mm -hmm. tell people exactly how you feel rather than being so scripted. And uh, so that place, there's a, there's been a few jobs. A lot of times it's like the secondary or treasury, the third job, right. Mm -hmm. That I have that is just like, I get to let go of stress. I get to let go of just whatever, you know, there's some stress here and then I get to go to this other job and I get to be whatever there, you know, usually a second job is kind of, you know, more open like that and waiting tables. Oh my goodness. I had <laughs> such a fun time, such a fun time. I mean, I'm already outgoing and I, so I would bring just so many stupid things. All the stories are building. Okay. So I had, yeah. I had all the pens, like in the two pockets on the apron. I was always, <laughs> just all pens. Were the pens your flair? <laughs> yeah. And I would have all the pens. And what's so funny, people, because I had so many, and they were nice pens. They weren't like all Bix. Like they were ni different nice pens. And people would be like, oh, can I have this? Like after they signed, you have so many. I was like, yeah, because I keep them. You know, I was like, no, you can't have my pen. You're barely going to tip me anyways. <laughs> You're here for the all-you-can-eat lobster. I'm not expecting a big tip. I'm not expecting a big tip. Uh, but it was, no, it was so much fun. We would, we would do, um, uh, you know, birthday, singing happy birthday. So that was like, I made a big deal of that. I was like, no, I tried to get as many people. And uh, it was an inside joke. I do jokes just for me, just for me. And uh, there's this big guy at church back then who would lead sing and he would be like, you know, he hit the key and he was like, mm -hmm, and, and he'd go, do so like he'd hit it. And I'd always laugh because I'd imitate him and I'd go, do so. So at Red Lobster, every time I get everyone around and I get everyone's attention and then I'd scream it, I'd be like, do so. And they would expect like this operatic song, but happy birthday. <laughs> I would really bring it in love. I would, I would, uh, I would have uh, juggling balls because I can juggle. So like if a kid was, you know, acting up, uh, but probably yes, the, juggle clown, juggle, 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 <laughs> please. I just want an extra dollar tip, <laughs> you know, <laughs> please, please. Uh, there was, um, oh, what was it? What was it? The, the pranks. So that was like the best part. The best part that I, that I can remember working at Red Lobster were all the pranks that we did and i'm not sure have you ever done pranks on like at work like have you ever been a prank guy at work um yeah i've got more stories about work than i'm at that point so okay. i should say <laughs> bin dot com dot com dot com dot com i think it's gone now but yeah it's just 
anybody who's old enough. Oh, knows what. <laughs> Phil, producer Phil's like, no air. Okay, no I have air, no. <laughs> no. no. Okay, all this. Phil, I think it'd be hilarious if like all the bin.com you just bleep it out so people are like what <laughs> yeah bleep that out <laughs> that's great so by so our pranks would be and like all like all the servers were kind of in on it but uh there were some that would like they would prank it so i would be one where all right we'd all be standing around the back with like our styrofoam cups you know maybe there's a lull all the the servers are standing around and trying to drink some water or something we're just talking and I would, well, me and a buddy of mine, we would take our pens and we would just go pop, 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 like poke holes in all their cups, and, cups. and walk away. Just or, <laughs> or, or like that somebody, if somebody was, you know, we didn't be in a group and I wouldn't do this just off the cuff, but if they're like trying to get me at something like, yeah, da, 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 they're messing with me, I'd look at them and just grab the bottom of their cup and crush it and pull it out and let's let all the ice hit their feet. <laughs> and I just, I'd walk away. <laughs> you gotta but do they, that to a buddy you can't do that to anybody's oh, yeah, yeah. enemy yeah, yeah no it was all a group Those and, guys and, ryan and, reynolds from waiting look at him <laughs> yeah. no they, and they would do it they would do it you know i was in the group they do it to me too but one my uh a guy i worked with crew really cool guy but he would do he would do some pretty harsh pranks too but one time we were weeded he was weeded which means like he had like all of his tables he was busy all of his tables needed something, and there was, there was this one freezer with. Oh, go ahead. Really quick. Yeah. It weeded from where we're from. Where I yeah, am yeah. Right now. That's why I had. To... I took that in a totally different direction. I was like yeah, weeded. Yeah. I was like, oh, how high was he? He looked. Yeah, like, that, that's how I had to. Well, I don't he was know. in the weeds. I got you. Right, yeah, he was in the weeds. He's he in wasn't the weed. in the weed. He was in yeah, the weeds. He's in the weeds. Right. Got you. Good. Thank you, Lewis, for clarifying that. But uh, I just got confused. I was like, hold on, weeded. Like, woo. Right. What, what were definition? you smoking in the back? Huh. We'll throw up like a definition right now, just maybe in the weeds. So um, there was this one freezer that had the the ice cream in, and when you you get a dessert like the the chocolate, you know the the chocolate cake, you scoop up this ice cream. And we'd been complaining because something was wrong with the freezer, and it was like freezing the ice cream so hard, like really really solid to the point where like sometimes we had to put the put it in the microwave. Like, oh wow! So, so crew was he was he was going off I was like bro you good you need anything he's like no man i'm just weeded and he's got his cake there and he's like i gotta get this cake out and he's scraping it's like all of his life scooping that ice cream scooping that ice cream and he's complaining the whole time about and this table and this table and it's so hard and he finally gets it and he puts it on there and at the end when he put it on there he's like ah. i looked at him didn't even break contact i just went like this grabbed the ball of ice cream took a bite threw it in the garbage <laughs> threw it in the garbage and walked off oh man i would have killed you oh i, I shot off. you <laughs> and when i walked off it wasn't like through the long way in the kitchen it was like right out right out with everyone else and you could still hear him oh man but that that job was so fun so many like i said it was a, it was a it was an outlet that i had because and I, I, I won't talk about the job, the other job, the passion job, but I mean, that was a, like right now in this episode, but that was a very stressful job. Mm. That job, like if I came home, I didn't have to work. I put on uh, Vice City, Grand yeah. Theft Auto, Vice yeah. City. I put in all the, like God mode, and I would just get in a just tank and crush everything for like 30 minutes. My wife came home, she'd make dinner. Sometimes I make dinner, but she'd make dinner. I was like, babe, I just need to unwind. <laughs> right. So that was my, but red lobster uh was that too just a lot of 
there was a the music at Red Lobster was all the music that you would find on shows in the early 2000s on uh on upn on upn like the like dawson's creek you know stuff like like that music oh. it was like it was you it just was hurt my music. soul right it was <laughs> the music was like i don't want to wait <laughs> he, he, he don't want to wait for that ice cream at the frost right. <laughs> he wait for. so there were uh uh so there was uh, uh phil's getting you back oh on yeah time. i'm gonna I'm get yeah but hold on so that song those songs it was just funny because i would go up to different people in like the side way station alley where they were getting drinks or whatever and a few people i never explained it but a few people caught on they would do it too when one of those songs were playing i would just look at them and like man senior year's been crazy we're about to go off to college and uh I'm I'm probably not going to see much of you. <laughs> I would just launch into like uh you know a dialogue or a monologue so, uh, a like, monologue about how you're going to college you're never going to see anyone ever again. <laughs> yeah, like one of those shows with the background music. I don't want to wait. And then they would pick up and they would be like, "Hey man, we're always going to be buds forever." <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun. So dealing with so this go let's I'll circle it back here and get to the quote what did phil phil producer phil pinged out and said hey hey what did red lobster put in your mouth okay back to the quote um it wasn't necessarily red lobster man the, the you know you have to impress the the customer you have to do well so you can get that tip so always it's not you always have to be up here even if they they come down here you got to be up here because maybe you misinterpreted something mm -hmm. they said you know so and and even if they are do you find out oh no they're regressing they are garbage what are you gonna do now go from here to here no you just so you just kill them with kindness and and write it off right this guy came in bless his heart the more i think about it now you know <laughs> i know what bless their heart means in florida bro <laughs> yeah, bless their heart uh this guy was 90 years old oh he was 90 years old i know he was 90 years old because he was um he it was he was there for his birthday it was mm. him and his daughter and his so he's 90 years old his daughter mid 70s right so even at that you know getting up there in age right so um she i don't know if they have a cantankerous relationship or i don't know if there were there's something happened beforehand but it was she picked him up from wherever his home or nursing home i always got that it was like a nursing home situation mm -hmm. and she took him out for a lobster dinner. Now, here's the thing. I get, I get it. How people are like, uh, a fancy meal is a lobster dinner. No, it's not. Okay. Come on, we can lobsters do lobsters are the cockroaches of the sea, bro. Right, but but I mean, even at that, I mean, there's so many other things out there to enjoy and food, not just lobster. But that's fine. That's lobster. Maybe he loves lobster. Cool. So I go, and I mean, I'm talking about he picked out the one in the tank. Like it's not just oh. a lobster tail. He's he was like, I want to kill that specific one <laughs> uh, for my for my 90th. I would like to devour that being, you know, I mean, he was he, like, you see so that weird. one right there is giving me the that shifty one. eye. I see his eyes are like this. Eye. I got to go yeah, get him. Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> I want that one. Put him out of his misery. So uh, so we prepared it. I brought it out to him and he's like, he was like, what is this? What is this? I was like, oh, that's your lobster. He goes, what? Why is all the where why didn't you bring the meat out? Pull the meat out. I was like, oh, we don't serve it with the meat out. We just we we you know we give you the crackers, and everything. We, and I maybe I just wasn't thinking about it that 
maybe now looking back because I'm older, I would have probably asked, Hey, could I help you with that or whatever? And he goes, well, I can't do it. And he was being very rude. Like his, his daughter was even like, sorry, like he was being rude. So I, at first he complained about, um, yeah, 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 that, that, uh, that he needed to open. So I took it back in the back and I handed it to my manager. I was like, he needs to open. He's like, well, Aaron, open it. I was like, I don't got, I got three tables. I don't have time for this. You, go ahead and crack it open. I don't know. I don't like, even though I'd been working there for maybe six months. You really didn't eat lobster? You don't, but it wasn't it's not, yeah, it's, well, it's like lobster tail and stuff, but it's not like they're like, okay, your first day, we're going to teach you how to take apart a lobster. It's just, you know, you never get in the back. It's not intuitive. <laughs> no, no, it's not. So I was like, no, dude, do it. So he did it. I gave it back to him. He goes, this is all the meat. Where's the rest of it? I was like, this is all the meat. Where's all that? He was complaining. I was like, I don't, there's all the shell. There's all the meat, sir. They didn't throw away meat just to spite, you know, I was like, so everything's fine. I leave. I come back to check on him and he's like, <laughs> he's just sitting there and he's been playing in it and like not happy about it. He's like, look at this. And he's got it all pulled apart, all of me. And he's not out of it to be like, he doesn't like his faculties. He doesn't know. It's not that he's just like, he's disgusted with this, with this lobster for whatever reason he's saying it's rubbery. I was like, I was like, I don't know what, and he he's taking it apart fingers all in it. He's like, it doesn't taste good. And he grabs some heroes. He said, you should eat some, you would you you should eat some. I was like, well, no, I'm good. He goes, no, I want you to eat. I need you to, you need to put this in your mouth. And he picked and he held it up and was expecting me like, as if he was put like this meat in your mouth as if it was like i don't I, i'm always cautious about this but this is a feeling that i got from the get was it could have been you're gonna put this in your in your mouth boy like it could have been mm. like that's how i was like and i looked at him and i i was like oh i i pr oh pray for god you know <laughs> like give me my patience right now and his daughter was no help was just like this she was just completely, she was completely like <laughs> out of it. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so I mean, sorry. What, what, I hope he gave you a big tip at least. Not him, but his daughter. Because of course he wanted to put some meat in your mouth already. So you don't want any of his tips. So of course. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, did you, do you eat? No, no, no. I did, did, did Phil said, did, did you eat it? Did you? No, no, I did not. No, I did. But you know what I did eat? The last story just hit my mind times i loved there i worked there for two years the times that i loved there it happened twice a year was lobster fest lobster mm. fest was phenomenal because like people because everyone would get it and you would just ring in they'd be like you're four different options of lobster unlimited unlimited mm. so people would ring it in and then there'd be so many coming up that like it'd be people or there'd be an overflow of like stuff, you know, on the, and somebody would take it out. And so often it's like, oh no, they, we didn't order this. Well, we can't take it back. We can't reserve it. So yeah, oh, lobster. Yeah. lobster fest and unlimited shrimp. That's what lobster fest and unlimited shrimp. Oh, and those unlimited cheddar bay biscuits. I was right about to say that those cheddar bay biscuits are on point, by the way, side note, if you do some fried chicken, if you fry some chicken up, even if it's like if I, now I like buffalo wings, but if you batter the buffalo or put a flour in the buffalo wings, go down to Publix or Walmart or Kroger or wherever and get you a box of the uh, Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit mix and mm -hmm. use that instead of flour. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Next level. I just I just dropped that um, 
amazing knowledge right on you. I did a chicken fried steak with the cheddar bay biscuit flour on there. I did that. I did that two weeks ago for the first time. I I was like, I was like, Hey, why wouldn't this work? Well, amazing. It works too well. Awesome. So what we always do at the end of every episode, uh, we look back at, you know, the crazy stories that we had, the worst stories. And then we talk about, you know, what is it that we've learned? Now, what have we learned from those specific situations? Is there anything that we were able to glean from that, those times at those jobs that has has continued with us? So is there anything that you've had from uh, that job working for the, the doctor? The that doctors, you've been able to, the doctor role. I've learned, well, the biggest lesson I've learned is that um, in, in every industry, they're idiots, regardless of how smart or well-educated they are. Even the richest people in the world was like, bro, if you were out in the streets, you'd get taken. <laughs> like, yeah. like we, you'd get got. But um, uh, most of the, most of it is, uh, you know, check your ego. That's like the biggest thing, right? So you don't know everything. There's no way to know everything, especially in the IT industry. Uh, right. If you knew everything, your head would explode. Like probably literally, if you knew everything, you'd have a stroke. Um, I know right. a good bit about a lot of stuff, but I don't know everything. There's no way. Um, Google is your best friend unless you keep your computer unlocked at an MSP and then they change your host file to point Google to um, certain websites that not not to be mentioned because Phil will be very upset if we do. Yeah. <laughs> so then when people ever go to Google, it went to that site instead. Or if you left your thing unlocked, you just got came back to lots of um, on your desktop. And yeah, it Wait, it's still... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I have an idea for the edit of this is like all these things are going to be bleeped out. But Phil, I want your notes to come up. <laughs> your notes. Phil, no. Producer Phil, don't. <laughs> he says I'm wild. <laughs> an earlier. Let's, an just, earlier say, let's just say um, it's a rule of thumb that if you work in the IT industry and you work at an MSP, especially when you walk away from your computer, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I worked at it company you know in the past and they had uh it was just employees there i mean that's a, for you you need to lock it down it's not just like security definitely definitely safety definitely security but look so <laughs> let's just say our pranks were pretty our pranks would um don't fly in today's workspace would get you canceled 100 percent would get you canceled would probably get you arrested for sexual harassment in some place so many places <laughs> nowadays but yeah, let's let's put like this. Uh, the two thousands were a wild time. Um, yeah, I, when, I, when certain things didn't exist. Like uh, there weren't uh, the, back in the day when I first started, there were no remote, you know, uh, things right. that were cross platform. So you couldn't like remote into a Mac or remote into a PC at the same time, except for one. And you know, there was a whole bunch of things that we 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 had to do to get this stuff done. And there was and sometimes you know you deal with the the ninety year old customers; they get all pissed off for no reason and start yelling at you. You do some things to unwind, and your buddy next to you ha- happens to leave his computer off, and you you know you I mean his computer on, and he didn't lock it or she didn't lock it. Well, uh, to be honest, in my my entire career, I've probably worked with two women um, that were in the industry. It's like sad. Right. It should be more women in the industry, but yeah. I've actually literally worked with two women in my twenty three years of experience. And this current position now, there's one there, so that's my second <laughs> woman I've worked nice. with in this industry in, in twenty years. But if your and buddy doubled. That is doubled. <laughs> doubled. It's doubled what in 20 mean? years. It makes me yeah, sad. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's just say if you leave your computer open, lock it. And if you don't, um, you'll you'll come back to, you know, that, you know, unicorn guy like this with the, with the pink hair and all that stuff on your desktop. 
and you and yeah. then and then we would lock it so that you couldn't change your desktops. <laughs> My niece had a, a birthday last year that was unicorn themed. So in the family group chat, I put pictures out there. It's like I'm getting this on Amazon. I mean, is this what we're doing? <laughs> we're all we're, so on the uh, yeah uh, on locking up. There was where I used to work. They oh man, just don't trust anyone with your computer. Just don't trust anyone. Not, not uh, a there, bunch of they, IT guys. Dude. Some guys. Some guys did a. Uh, this one guy would always leave out of his cubicle and never lock up his computer. So they put some, uh, I forget what it is, some add on some, some extension on, on Google where, um, every now, every, every now and then Nick Cage's face, Nick Cage would just, screw, jump just on the pop screen up on his <laughs> and then go away. And it was only there long enough for them, for him to go, Oh, guys, guys, here it is again. And he turned back around and it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> and they were like, what are you talking about? You're crazy, bro. And while like, all of you are dying in the background for months, for months, I would just <laughs> walking by and I would just hear, just hear, Oh, come on. You don't see it. <laughs> well, I currently have a client now that, uh, as, as a April fool's prank wants us to put a middle finger, uh, as the mouse icon for a day. Just to mess uh, with <laughs> Okay, you can do that. All right, so let me tell you about my what I learned, okay? What I've learned from my job. Uh, first, <laughs> I, I kind of already mentioned that the, you know, just uh, so you get a lot more sometimes when you just start from the heart. I'm not saying not to be prepared, not to know what you want to say, but this sometimes you can be so scripted uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that, you know, that, it just doesn't come off right, you know? So sometimes leading from the heart is just the best way to go. Uh, and also thinking about it now, I go back to that time. So many, I, that time, uh, in my life where man, you just had to put on a, a smile, put on a smile when the jerkiest people, the mean, the rudest people are there, you just have to put on a smile. And when you're living in that, that, you know, when you're living in that, uh, that desert, that's what, when you're living there, it's just, you, you feel like it's like the worst and you can't do anything about it, you know, or like, you know, that it's, it, it's, but that's your ego. That's your ego mm -hmm. message. With you. That's your ego saying, Oh, you shouldn't act this way towards that person. And one thing I learned is don't let anyone else's decisions affect your moral judgment. You know, don't let the, don't be, be you be happy. Give back with love because what there's no, you're not going to better anything, your situation included. A lot of people are like, yeah, but I'll get him back. Yeah, but you're not going to no. make your day better. Don't try to, don't try to bring yourself up by bringing other people down the whole thing, you know? So humble yourself, man, humble yourself. I mean, really, it's not like, I mean, people would say, go get me food and I would go get them food and really getting paid two fifty an hour plus tips. So you think about it, it's, that's a humbling position. You know, go get me food. My, this doesn't taste good. Put this in your mouth. Taste it. That's it. If you want to get some life experience for two years, serve, 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 serve tables for two years. And you really, you'll, you'll see people that when you see people at a, at a dinner out, out and something's messed up a little bit or like, you know, other people are like, I can't believe the servers. That person who used to be in a, uh, as a server would be like, no, no, you're those. No, no, well, you don't know. They're kind of busy. They read. Oh, no, I've seen that person. They're weeded right now. Give them a slack, you know, whatever, you know, stack up the, the plates for them. You know, it gives you a good perspective of people who are busting their ass. You know, I like what we'll do. What, what Phil just said. Phil says uh, everyone should get their waiter pass before they go out to eat. Yes. I mean, uh, it teaches you some empathy. It well, um, my biggest thing I've I've 
done everything from being an IT intern to a VP of tech and architecture for a company. And I've always told people, you know, especially my help desk guys, we're not called when everyone's having a good time. No one ever calls to say hi to your IT guy. No right. one ever calls us to just say, checking well, in. how are you doing? Just checking in on you. Yeah. No, I was no, on my, my computer God, on all fire. day. Please help me. All day on my computer, there wasn't one problem. I wanted to thank you. you, know, you say, get, Thanks, man. You, you did all this that? great stuff in the background, bro. Like, right. no, no, no. No one ever does that. Right, ever. Right. So right. it was like I told him, like, just, you know, be empathetic. Put yourself in their shoes. Think about how you feel when you have to get call for tech support. And let's put it like this. I'm not the nicest guy when I have right. to call tech support to fix my own stuff. You know, I'm, 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 I'm very much the mechanic with the beater car. Right. Well, <laughs> you're probably already frustrated broken. that you have to call. You're probably frustrated that you like you can't figure it out. I and then nine times call. out of ten, I'm like, uh, I already did everything you asked me on your script. Please just don't don't go to the script. Do the things you're supposed to do outside of the script. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. I like just don't. Um, and one time, like a guy just wouldn't listen. And, you know, he was from he was from another country. I'm not going to say which, but uh, he he just wouldn't listen. And I had to say Look, England, England. Oh. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> I mean, they know English. Let's put it like this. They weren't Suri or a boot anything. Let's just say um it was Steve. Was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and and he just kept on going through his spiel. I'm like, I'm like, bro, if I were working for your company, you wouldn't even get to talk to me because I'd be mm -hmm. your boss's boss's boss. Right. And I'd probably want to fire you. So just right. do what I'm saying, please. I know how to fix this. I just don't have the access to do it. <laughs> dude, even that's, well, dude, that's a, that's a lesson in humility right there that you have to, okay, okay. okay. Take a breath. They, and they gotta go through, going through their through thing. Spiel. I'm like, all right, dude, I get it. You have a job to do. And if you don't, you know, there's a script, but I know what the issue yeah. is. I had this big yeah. fight with Xfinity when I first moved out here. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna give you a, the, the 1200, you know, megabit download. And they give me a modem with a gigabit port. Like, I'm never nope. going to get 1,200 out of that. Can't. Just impossible. not going to happen. Just impossible. Not, it's impossible. It's, yeah. it's impossible. And I'm like, it doesn't work. And I keep on telling them, look, I'm not getting 1,200. I'm not getting 1,200. I'm not getting 1,200. Check the line. Oh, and I know the line was outside. It's outside of my backyard. You can probably see like there this window. Right out there, the actual pole for four or five houses is right in my backyard. I can literally just pull the thing off and kill everyone's internet in yeah. the entire neighborhood if I wanted to. Um, Same with mine. They fixed that because that was broken. Oh, nice. Somebody just left the cable in the backyard, never buried it. It was just hanging out in the backyard. I'm like, dudes, that thing's going to get destroyed. Like, that's the reason why it Solid. broke in the first place. Bury the stupid cable. Solid craftsmanship. Solid craftsmanship. Solid craftsmanship. And then I, I was like, look, just send me. And they, they finally got tired and they sent me out a like a manager or something. And he looks at my, he takes one look at my modem and he goes, oh yeah, that's not the new one with the, you know, the 10 gig, the 10 gig port. That's the old one with the one gig port. You're never going to get told. I was like, I've right. been telling this for like two months. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, listen. I, so I like to brag about this. I've brought this up a couple of times, especially when I'm talking to tech individuals. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I'm rocking a five gig system right now. But it doesn't matter because I only have a one gig port. I don't want to <laughs> brag, but my, but my nick is a ten gig nick. Just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, I, all right. I just I just need to pull the trigger and buy the uh, the adapter for the, or the the two gig adapter because I got whatever. Fine, fine. Next time we talk, I'm gonna be. Really, the Asus one is only about you know seventy bucks and it's ten gig and it future proofs it for you. Two and yeah, a half gigs know, is eh. 
The tanking I'm a, is yeah. nice. I'm Let's trying to say. get better about this, but I'm such a miser. I'm trying to get better. I'm <laughs> such be a, so I'm like, cheap. You know, this is we're gonna go back to the Spanish. Tu eres más yeah. duro. Yeah, más duro. Too hard, más duro. Yeah, hey, you Cubano, you know what that is? It's a Caribbean yeah. thing. Tu eres más yeah. duro. Yeah. Awesome, Louis. Thank you so very much. I greatly appreciate you being this host. I'm mean, being a uh, guest. Well, I'm gonna try that again. I mean, I yeah, let's try that. No, no, we're not gonna try anything. Yeah, we do. 40 we'll for 40? I don't, I don't we'll know. Take 40 at <laughs> 40. 40 at 40. We're getting there. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys out there in computer land. And we'll check y'all next time. Peace. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.